everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Out of Character. I'm your host, Ryan Satin. Back here in the studio, Fox Studios in Los Angeles. It's hot, but I got this like real airy shirt on, so I'm feeling good here, and I'm excited to chat with this week's guest. Ladies and gentlemen, round two with Liv Morgan, your SmackDown women's champion, Liv Morgan, ahead of Extreme Rules, where she's gonna chat where she's gonna defend that belt against Ronda Rousey. But we got her here on the show one more time. We're talking about lots of stuff. We're talking about her recent title reign, how she's felt during the title reign, MCU, House of the Dragons, and so much more. So I really think you guys are going to enjoy our conversation. But just real quick, I want to, before before we get into that, I want to promote something real fast. I want to promote the Raw and SmackDown Roundup podcasts that I do in the Out of Character podcast feed. So if you're watching this show on YouTube, there's more content you're missing out on. So go subscribe to the Out of Character podcast feed. That's where you can find me doing a segment-by-segment breakdown of Raw and SmackDown every week coming out Monday night and Friday night. So make sure that you're subscribed to the Out of Character podcast feed. All right, enough shilling on my part. Let's get to the conversation with Liv Morgan. Like we were just saying, uh, you know, you've been on the show before, so I don't have my, <laughs> you're, you're a two-timer, you're part of the two-time club. And uh, so I don't, I'm not gonna start with the questions that I normally start with because I've already asked you those questions. But uh, for those of you who are watching this, uh, the reason Liv is in a hotel room and not in her normal setup at home is because you've been dealing with this hurricane in Florida, right? Yeah, we have this crazy hurricane in Florida. Um, I mean, I'm not there. <laughs> but it looks insane. It looks insane. We took um, everyone that is Florida-based. We got on a private plane this morning before the hurricane kind of hit, and we skedaddled. We got out of there. We couldn't miss TV. You couldn't miss the, you know, missing missing TV. So huh. I'm actually happy, you know. Um, with the farm is secure, the animals are locked down, um, prepped for anything that could happen. But yeah, we we got out of there. That was but gonna, there's that like was sharks gonna... swimming on the streets in Fort Myers, which looks insane. That's crazy. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I think it was like the Weather Channel. They did like a a virtual view of like what it looks like as the the hurricane, yeah. like the water is getting higher, and it looks terrifying. That's like my biggest fear. Yeah, I bet. I bet. How... Just like water related events scare me. Yeah, it, uh, it terrifies me. That that the, I, that's why I wouldn't want to be in an area that could have a hurricane or or anything like that. The idea yeah, of, so of being in that area. Yeah, so it's unfortunate. I hope everyone there just stays safe and um, yeah. So wh- where's your farm? Lo- like, is your farm? Are you in a danger area? Like, no, I'm literally. I'm in like the. I'm in like actually like the highest elevation point. <laughs> so I mean, not ha ha ha. Like good for me, but like yeah, I'm, I'm up there. I'm high. Um. Yeah, so there's that. So that that leaves me um, with some peace, especially since I'm not there. Yeah, but I, it's very unfortunate. Yeah, it's because so lots unfortunate. of homes are being destroyed right now. It's insane. Oh yeah, dude, it looks so bad out there. I, my heart is like hurting for everyone who has to deal with that kind of thing. Like I couldn't imagine the destruction. It, it's honestly, it's crazy to think of like how much Mother Nature can just just destroy everything at like the drop oh, of yeah. a dime. Yeah, it's 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 insane. Um, I'm I'm grateful to to not have to be there, but I'm definitely thinking of everyone in Florida right now. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do me a favor, scoot back a little bit because you're out of frame, kind of. You're like it's only like it's only showing like the bottom of your mouth. 
<laughs> there we go. That's better. That's better. Um, I'm still adjusting. I don't know what my frame is here. <laughs> well, I know because at home you have like your whole little like Zen setup with the curtain behind yeah, you. Yeah, I you... have like my stand set up, my lighting set up, so I don't need to do anything. I could just kind of sit and everything set up. Here at this hotel, I was like, oh my God, do I want the natural lighting? I have these lamps. My phone is propped up against a windowsill um not the ideal height level but we're making we're making it work i was we impressed. don't need we don't need nice things over here <laughs> i was impressed when i was watching a video with the rock that that he that got posted the other day just talking about lighting where he was taking a picture with a fan there was like someone who waited outside for him for like two hours and he went to go meet with them and talk with them and the person, oh, I saw. You saw that video? I saw. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that they were barefoot. Yeah, yes. And my favorite part <laughs> is he's like, all right, well, let's take a picture. And he goes to take a picture with her, and he realizes that the lighting is terrible where he's standing. So he fully, like, goes, no, 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 this is where the good lighting is. And he, like, moves over to get in the good lighting. And I'm like, that's a man yeah, of many talents of right there. that's one things that you pick up on. You know, I bet especially him. I bet he knows all his angles. He knows all his lighting where he needs a shade, where he needs highlights. I'm sure he's an absolute pro. Well, how's your body feeling after that senton to the outside through the table? Because that was that was pretty epic, but it also looked very painful. Um, I feel great. And, you know, honestly, everyone keeps asking me that. Um, but I think I just landed the best I could have possibly landed. Um, so I had, like, initial initial pain, but, like, I didn't leave there feeling sore. Like I had the initial jarring, but um, I woke up and I did lab events, you know, and I felt, I felt okay. Um, so I was like, Ooh, okay. So now that I know I can do that um, and feel right after back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, you looked like you were straight out of ECW in that video. I was just oh, yeah. like, I mean, I never, never, never have done that in my whole entire life. Never even I've done a senton. <laughs> yeah no i uh, but they shot it so well too because like that angle where it like amazing zoomed back shout and out you're... to the camera crew thank oh, yeah. you guys for risking yourselves for that could you see i like i pretty much like land on whomever was shooting i don't know who was shooting in that moment but um yeah and also my ankle was so close to the announce table there was a lot of room for error there <laughs> That was going to be my next question because it's funny. In that angle, you can't tell if you're hitting the announce table or if you're hitting the camera. So I, I was wondering that. No, yeah, it was – I hit the camera, but, like, my ankle was just super close to the announce table, and I'm just lucky that it didn't get caught. <laughs> that face after, you're just like, yeah. You're just, like, so – Oh, so it was so many moments. It was like, oh, I landed, and, like, I'm okay, and, wow, that didn't suck that bad, and – um. I had so many thoughts of just gratefulness and just like, whoa, can't believe I did that and it worked. Like, thank God the table <laughs> broke. <Whew. laughs> oh my gosh. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? I feel like that's like something when you go for maneuvers like that, everyone kind of like Loki thinks about it and it's like, man, what if the table doesn't break? But it's like, I literally have to, I have to be so positive. I can't even allow myself to think anything negative, you know, which is good and bad, bad because I wouldn't have had a plan B but good because I literally instilled 100% confidence and faith in myself that I was going to nail whatever it was I did that night. No, there's definitely room for error there, but you, you pulled it off like to perfection. It, it looked so good. I, it was one of those moments where I like actually yelled at my TV of like, Oh man, like, Thank hell you. yeah. And I um. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, and then you have the kendo stick going. It was like, 
I was just like, man, this is Liv's ECW moment, you know? Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's, like, what I loved about WWE growing up. I loved the Extreme Rule. I loved the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys. I loved Ed and Christian. Um, I loved um, just that. I loved the TLC matches, you know, WrestleMania 17. I just loved all that hardcore stuff. So when people actually question, like, Liv, you want Ronda an Extreme Rules match? I'm like, uh, this is literally my dream. And this is this is this is my home here. This is what I do. This is where I come from. Like, why would anyone think I um, don't have a leg up in the competition here? Do you kind of feel though, like people are still painting you as the underdog heading into this match? Um, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't feel like the underdog. Um, I just. I don't feel like the underdog, especially going into this match. Um, this is where I thrive. This is where Liv Morgan thrives. I think I've discovered myself to be a bit of a masochist. Um, not as much as I like the pain, but like, okay, may I have more? Like, you know what I mean? Like, bring it. Like, I want to see what can keep me down. And so I'm excited for the challenge of Extreme Rules. I really am. And I'm willing to take any and all the pain. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a good – I mean, you're definitely going to be in pain in that match. In an Extreme Rules match, you got Ronda Rousey, you both – not just from her. Woo! I can tell you're going to bring it, too, and seeing all the things that you've been doing. I feel like that – I'm excited, like a little sicko. Like, I, I feel excited. Like, I feel excited. I'm not nervous. I feel excited. I feel happy. I'm like, thank you for the opportunity. Thank you for, you know, allowing me to do this. I threw down the challenge, and, you know, it was accepted, and now here we go, my first ever Extreme Rules match. Um, I, I couldn't be more happy. You know, last year I was on the pre-show, and here I am defending my SmackDown Women's Championship against Ronda Rousey in an Extreme Rules match. It's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, the last time you were on the show was, I think, like, December of last year, and just the year that you've had since then is awesome. Like, you fully just skyrocketed and i've been i was trying I feel like a butterfly yes that's exactly <laughs> what it's like that's exactly what your past year has been like i love that comparison yeah yeah it's it's been an incredible year um i couldn't i couldn't have asked for anything more i just have been trying to just soak it in and do my absolute best with whatever it is that i have to do um i love being champion i'm such a proud champion i love leading the smackdown women's division um it's nothing that um gets lost to me it's like i fully acknowledge and am aware of how insanely awesome and special and what a blessing that is every single day you can tell that from just following you on social media i think sometimes uh, a first-time champion it almost feels like at a certain point you can see they, they've gotten used to it or whatever. But you're like, no, I love this. I want to ride this roller coaster for as long as possible. It's my baby. I'm holding on to yeah. it as long as possible. I want to do all the things with it. And it's cool to see is it from just from a fan perspective because it, you can tell from a fan perspective just how much it means to you to be champion. Thank you. And I feel like um, I, I feel like me personally, I get better as I go with it. Like I feel like the longer I have this, the more um, confidence I feel, the more settled I feel um, as champion, the more um, this role feels meant to be for me. Do you feel like this run has kind of solidified like what you needed it to do at this point? Like, I know you want it to go longer, obviously, but I think that 
prior to this run, a lot of people were like, you know, Liv Morgan needs that opportunity to show she can be the champion, to show that she can be the top dog. Uh, do you feel like it, it, it? You've gotten what you what you needed out of this run so far. Um, I do, I do. But you know what, Ryan is like, I have so much more to give in so many different various ways. This is just one phase. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, I have so much more to give as champion and as a character and as a performer. Um, and I'm blessed that this phase of my career was cemented, um, you know, with this championship, but literally the best is yet to come. This is only the beginning, which is scary, but, um, I mean, it. this is only the beginning. Well, you talked about that growing confidence. So I want to kind of like backtrack uh, a little bit. Uh, when you woke up the morning of Money in the Bank, did you think that you'd end the day as SmackDown Women's Champion? No, I knew I'd, I knew I'd end the day miss 2022 Money in the Bank. That was for sure. There was no way I was leaving Las Vegas without that contract. Um, I'm always kind of like um i like to i like to feel things i like to feel like um i'm being called to do something or like the energy is right and so i had no kind of plans to cash in um i just had full plans to do whatever it took to win money the bank and so i had done that and i was like all right i'm just gonna i'm gonna settle with this and i'm just gonna you know just see whatever's next feel what comes next and um little did i know like two hours later i'd be watching ronda verse natty and i was like an overwhelming moment of holy crap like the time is now this is it this is the time and i remember like standing up and being like am i really gonna go and then i just was like go 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 and so i went and i cashed in and it's like the craziest most exciting thing i've ever done in my whole entire life um started this um this title reign that i love with every fiber of my being um I do anything to represent this championship, to keep this championship, to protect this championship. And um, I, I, Money the Bank was the best night of my whole entire life by far. I picture you in the locker room, like one of those cartoon characters where their, their legs start moving and then they speed off, you know? Like you oh, I like wasn't even in the locker room. I was watching right in by Gorilla. I was watching right by Gorilla, like less than eight feet from the curtain, you know? Um, and I just had my title in my hands because I didn't let go of it since I won it. And then I just went like it was it felt like 10 seconds of thinking, even though it was like one and a half, you know, but that moment kind of felt way longer than what it was in actuality. It felt like I was deciding forever, but it literally was one second and then I went it was just insane. My body just told me to do it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know, but I'm glad that it did. <laughs> yeah, the the past 85 days, thank you for it. So, yeah. <laughs> 85 days. Right? That's the right time, right? Back, it's really. like 85 days, right? Yeah, I think I had it yeah. right. Uh, well, yeah, Extreme Rules is, um, I believe, Extreme Rules is 88 days. God. And then we will pass that. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Extreme Rules is 98 days. And then we will pass that and, you know, get to 100. Woo! Ow! <laughs> what I was know. What was going through your mind when you did get the pin, your champion, and you had your dream finally realized? I, I, I can imagine you know that so it was very emotional. You know what's crazy that is I am labeled as a crybaby. And, you know, what? I'm emotional, um, especially when it comes to wrestling. Um, that's the only thing on this earth, you know, maybe aside from, like, my mother, that makes me weak. 
um, will literally bring me to my knees in tears. I just love it so, so, so much. I owe everything to WWE and to wrestling. And, um, wow, I just thought, what did you ask me? Oh, just what it was, <laughs> how it felt when you finally accomplished your dream. Like oh, yeah, you had yeah. To... So I'm such a crybaby. I'm so emotional. And um, I had no emotion in that moment. Really? I, I feel like if you even go back and look at the footage, I just have like this face on my face of just like realizing that all of my dreams had just come true and that I had done it. But it was, it was so much feeling that it felt like nothing. So I just kind of just stood there just like, like, <laughs> I, I did it. Um, I don't know, Ryan. It was just the most uh, bizarre, surreal almost out of body experience and all I remember is just the noise I just remember just hearing the crowd and just being like oh my god they're so happy for me right now <laughs> I was like they're so happy um so I just try to live in that moment literally as long as I could I just I just stood there and just try to look at as many people as I possibly could because I wanted to not forget any detail of that feel like it was an industry-wide happiness after you won. I mean, like, I had Tamina Snuka on the show, I remember, like, a couple days later, and I asked her about it, and she broke into tears talking about you accomplishing your dream. And it was just – it was really cool to see how supportive the rest of the locker room was when it came to you winning the title, just how happy they were to see you accomplishing your dream. Uh, I got I got a lot of, a lot of texts, a lot of DMs from, like, you know – um wrestling community across the board which made me feel really um grateful and like proud and happy and it it made me feel like a sentiment that I didn't necessarily um know that I would feel um this is like the top prize this is the top prize in the company everyone everyone wants this so the fact that everyone kind of took themselves out of that first second to just be happy for me because they thought I worked hard or they knew how much I love this. Um, it meant so much to me and it made the moment so much sweeter. It really, really did. I, dude, I, you can always tell when somebody wins a, a title, like you winning that title or when Big E won the, the WWE title, you can always tell like how beloved they are amongst the locker room when all of a sudden there's just like an outpouring of social media. And like you said, everyone's there, you know, all the other women are there for that same goal. They all want that title. Everyone wants to be the world champion, you know, and when they drop that for a second and they're just like, man, I'm just so happy to see someone else win. I, I love it. It's one of my favorite things as a fan. It gets me like goosebumps just thinking about it because it's just so nice to see a supportive community even when you're all aiming for the same prize. Yeah, and also I just feel like it just felt like a change of tide to me at least. Like, you know, I, I feel like I, I read a stat that like I was the first woman to win the SmackDown Women's Championship that wasn't a horse woman since like 2017. Crazy. And um. I, I just feel like I hope that me being able to conquer that and to like, you know, achieve this, it gives all the other girls in the locker room that, you know, um, aren't a horsewoman or a third generation or a second generation or didn't have a name or didn't have this or that, that like, this is achievable. You can get this. I mean, you're not going to get it from me, <laughs> but you can totally, you can, you can totally do it. And um, I, I, it's cool to know that, um, some of the girls that come up to me and was like, Hey, like you, you winning this it, it is actually, it's kind of inspiring to me, you know, and just that made me feel um, amazing. Well, after you accomplish a big goal like that, where it's your dream, I wonder, you know, for someone like you who does go after their dreams, how long does it take before that kind of goes away and you're like, well, crap, 
now I'm kind of starting over because I have a new proving ground. Like I now got to the mountaintop and now it's like starting over as proving yourself in this new arena. Like how quickly does that kind of dawn on you? I haven't thought about it yet. I feel like that's like what this business is. You know, it's the highs and lows. It's the waves, the ebbs and the flows. You're high and you're low. You're on top of the world and you have to start over. Um, Right now I'm on top of the world and that's all I really want to think about. (laughs) You know, if and when I fall, I will deal with that accordingly. But right now um, I'm on top of the world. That you had recently was with my fiance, Erica. Uh, (laughs) Erica! It cracked me up. It was so funny. I Liv was there, obviously, but people watching this, it was great. I see Liv, and I hadn't seen her in person since SoFi. And I, my fiance is like standing behind me, and Liv had been wanting to meet my fiance, and I'm like, and she didn't see Liv didn't see my fiance, yet, and I go, Liv, what's going on? And she goes, Right, oh no, and she shoves me out of the way to like my fiance. It was the best. It like made my fiance's whole entire month. She was like, that was the best. Um, she is lovely. I was so excited to meet her. She told me she loves to shop live more bath products. So that was a plus. Yeah. I was like, yeah, she's fantastic. You scored a winner. Ryan, you thank, lucky dog. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, you guys were talking about your shop live more stuff. And uh, it was funny to me because you sounded like a scientist talking about your new products. <laughs> you were like, I found this thing. And I'm yeah, going to test it know, with that thing. And we're going to be doing this. And it's all it's for relaxation. Cool. It's very cool. It gives me a lot of um, it gives me a lot of pride in a different way. You know, I mean, I I went to a community college and I studied, you know, um, paralegal studies until I dropped out to you know pursue my wrestling dreams and so you know I pretty much have no business um expertise um science and eh, math eh. you know but here I am running my own business and um it's doing really well and I'm learning so much as I go and it's been so fun and um I feel I feel so smart <laughs> I feel so smart. I'm kind of like nailing this thing. Yeah, no, you sounded really smart when you were talking about it. Like, I didn't even know what you were exactly saying, but I was like, that sounds like some science stuff right there. Liv knows what she's doing. (laughs) Thank you. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm just kind of learning as I go and just wanting to do um, the best that I can, putting the best products out there with the best ingredients. Um, Yeah, thank you. Um, More products are going to be sent your way. We have a lot of cool new stuff coming out, so I'll, I'll I will I will let her know. <laughs> yeah, she. Oh uh, yeah, I told her. I told her all the secrets. <laughs> she knows what's coming. <laughs> my producer, his son, who you met at that show as well briefly, uh, he's been talking about you a bunch, a lot as well. He's six years old, a little six-year-old boy, and he. This was his first time watching wrestling and at that show, and apparently, like his his my producer, his dad told me that like. He's like taking. He works at Fox Sports, obviously, so he's taking his son to sports and yeah. and various things. But it was wrestling that finally was the thing that got his attention. And he's been running around the house, like acting like he's a wrestler now. And he's been asking about you and Ricochet, who we saw oh at the gosh. show. And well, I love please it. Please tell him I say hello. Yeah, once you get bit by the wrestling bug, it's kind of um, it's infectious and it's hard to get rid of. And so I think he got bit that night, and now um. I'm sure his dad's going to have his hands full with his (laughs) son jumping off the couch and (laughs) 
running into things and being obsessed with the wrestling on the TV. I used to watch wrestling like this. Like I used to like go up to my TV. I used to just... <laughs> kind of like you're doing the interview. You're just like, you're just in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How I would first do the interview, I would just get so close to the camera and I just would watch wrestling like. I couldn't even see anything. That's how close I was. <laughs> I could tell he got bit by the wrestling bug when I, because the first match I asked him, who are you rooting for here? And he said Ricochet. And Ricochet stands out as like someone to quickly, easily root for. Oh, yeah. I feel like if you don't know wrestling, but you see Ricochet, you like Ricochet. You're like, oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Easy. Like, just yeah. default. And he was against Sami Zayn, who it's very easy to dislike Sami Zayn as a child, too. You're like, oh, he's got long hair. He's like, he's like so funny, no, though. He, he, no, he's my favorite character in the whole show. He's like, the funniest person I've ever known. <laughs> he really is. Dude, really he's so do. funny. He cracks me up on TV, but in real life too. Um, he just has a mind that I've never encountered before, and um, it, it's just brilliant. <laughs> That's what. Yeah, I had Kayla Braxton on the show last week, and she kind of said the same thing. Of like, everyone puts a lot of thought into what they do, but Sammy is like on a on another level of like funny of what he's his mind to get the funny out of things. I know, but it's like it's so crazy because I feel like he's another level, but I feel like it's natural. I feel like he doesn't need to put so much thought into it because that's just where his brain naturally goes with it you know i mean i could be wrong i don't know i'm totally just making stuff up right now but i just feel like that is like a gift for him i feel like he doesn't need to rack his brain trying to think of all the details or the intricacies like i feel like they just come to him yeah I, I, you can tell in the face facial reactions that he's doing like in backstage interviews where it's just like he's like all across the board of his face is just he'd all be an over incredible the actor he would be a hundred percent he'd be an incredible actor we'll, we'll get him in ready to rumble we'll get we'll get him in the sequel oh, ready no. to rumble. Get, i need to get in there for ryan if there is a ready to rumble and i'm not in there i'm gonna <laughs> cause a riot no no you're gonna be in there and you've already started because last time we were on the show uh, you were talking about how we got to make Ready to Rumble we need happen. We to have a Zoom with me, you, and David. Yes, me, you, and David. David's now in. He he, he backed it on social media. But you've been making moves to become the star of the, to become the star of this because now you are star. You you've got a role in a movie, right? So so you're you're getting you're you're getting us there. You're leading us to the promised land. I'm gonna follow behind you, and this will be your passion project, Ready to Rumble. Thank you. <laughs> I have um another little secret little project coming up too. Ooh. Maybe I'll have even more pull after this one. So wait, did I'm you excited. already? I've been having the secret forever, and I pretty much want to tell everyone, and I can't. Um, so that was my <laughs> way of like talking about it to get it off my chest. But that's all I can say. <laughs> Well, did you already film the kill room? Did you already do that? Is that I done? already filmed, yeah. I literally filmed it um on I believe a uh Wednesday, Thursday. And I I had two days of filming and then I left. Did you get to interact Wait, with any I, of that I, cast? I, I had one day of filming. I had one day of filming and I left. Did you get to interact with any of that cast? I was supposed to be there for two, but we had some we had some travel issues, but um I got all my stuff done in one day. Um, Look at you. It, was, it, was, it was a cool experience. Look at you just getting it all in one day. Just got got those lines down, uh, ready no, to go. Well, my my role wasn't major, you know what I mean? But um I got all I got my stuff done in one day. But it was really cool because I feel like um WWE prepares you in so many ways. Um, I feel like for acting and movies and television that you don't even really notice until you're kind of put in that environment, not with WWE. Like as I'm filming this you know, this this movie with this phenomenal cast. I feel like I'm doing a WWE backstage. You know, like I had like this 
crazy comfort and like feeling of home. And I was like, wow, you know, this is what I've been doing um, to some degree for the last eight years of my life. And so being there, um, I felt very at ease. I saw an interview, like a clip on TikTok of Samuel L. Jackson, who's in the movie that, that you're in. And he, he, someone said to him, like, is it hard to memorize lines for your movies? And he's like, no, like, I'm in a trailer for like eight hours. I'm just sitting there and they give me one page to memorize that day. Like, I'm just coming out. I'm doing like maybe one or two pages and then I'm going back in my trailer. Like, if I can't memorize my lines in that amount of time, like, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so I feel like um I definitely feel like I have I don't want to say a leg up but I definitely have like experience that I didn't know you know I even had so yeah it's, it's been exciting and I'm excited for Calrim to come out I'm excited for the other thing to come out <laughs> I want to I, I know I hate that I, I, I want to like pry to figure out what the other thing is oh my know? god when we get off I'll tell you okay I'll good tell you. I got good good <laughs> I mean, since you've been watching the MCU from the beginning, I hope it's. I hope you're in the MCU. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. Oh, ooh, honestly, that's. Um, I will be in the MCU. That is. Um, that is a goal of mine. This is not the MCU, but I will be in the MCU. I I can just feel it. I don't know how I'm gonna finagle or finesse my way in there, but I know that there is a role for me. <laughs> how long did it take you? Because you watched. You just started from the beginning, right? For the first time. Yeah, I think it took me like two months. Dang, that is a long time to watch all like to watch a whole bunch of movies. Two months. Um, and yeah, you know, I wasn't. A lot of days I watched back to back to back to back to back. But some days I watched one and then I gave it a break. Um, I watched. I've been watching a lot of Married with Children, oh, and different strokes. And so that kind of gave me a detour. <laughs> is that streaming somewhere? Did that gave me a detour along the way. But yeah, I think it took me two months to complete them all. Is Married with Children streaming somewhere? Um, yeah, it is. I have every streaming service, um, so I can't even remember <laughs> which one it is. But I have every single one. I think Married with Children. I think that's Hulu okay. or Peacock. Such a good show. I, I feel like that's one of those shows that doesn't get enough love these days. That I oh man, growing uh, up that was like one of my favorite shows. So iconic. So iconic. Bunny family is so iconic. With the no ma'am shirt. We, oh yeah. I mean so good. So good. <laughs> I was uh I was talking with someone though recently and it is crazy like how 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 much the entry point for these movies is wild now to watch the MCU. Like I'm lucky that I was watching it since the beginning. I think it's a it is a fairly big undertaking to watch it all like that. Oh yeah, and then you know that's not even like all the spin-off shows on Disney Plus, you know, which I haven't even tapped into yet. That's a whole nother thing, you know. Agents of Shield too. On Disney Plus, WandaVision, Loki. There's so much. Oh, so you haven't even watched those yet? Yeah, you got to get on them. You got to get on them. They're so good. Wait, you watched them all? Are you like done done? Oh yeah, done done. I yeah, I've watched everything. Ooh. The, the TV yeah, shows are good. I heard it's incredible. WandaVision's so good. The low key show is like, so that good. That was like what started it off, right? That yes. was like the first. Yes. Yeah. yeah. WandaVision, WandaVision. WandaVision's fantastic, dude. WandaVision's such a good show. I just binge the Jeffrey Dahmer. Is that worth stuff. watching? I, I keep seeing everyone talking about it. Um. Yeah. You know, Evan Peter, he's such like an he's such an incredible actor that it's like you feel like, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer is almost like uncomfortable. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to spoil anything, but I mean, just, I think it's episode three or four. Um, I'll, I'll tell you after this as well, just so I can give you a little clue. I mean, I don't know. There's just some stuff that's just so disturbing to watch. Um, 
but all in all it was well i don't i don't know if i want to say it was great because you know it's all very terrible yeah terrible you know it was it's all very terrible it was it was uh and it was fascinating yeah, right I feel like, it, right yeah, I feel like it was that. well done. I don't know. I don't know how to say this yeah. correctly. You know, it was it was it was like a riveting watch. Okay, that's a good that's a good way of wording it. That that is the correct yeah. way of wording it. Yeah, it was like a riveting watch. Um, and Evan Peters is a uh, amazing actor. I was like me. I watched something this week where I I don't want to say it was really good because it was like such a like a crazy topic, but but it was riveting. I couldn't stop watching. It was about like how we've been like brainwashed as society for like since the start of like you know civilization and stuff and it was all these like brainwashing techniques that have gone on to the masses to kind of like control and conform and i was like oh my god this is really bad i shouldn't i should yeah. not buy things anymore <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i mean it's all a rabbit hole once you start like looking into stuff like that you know what i mean it's it's like a never-ending hole you can keep digging it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and you know the crazy thing is like you'll never know the truth <laughs> you'll never know the truth so it's like you're, you're digging for answers that you might never ever ever get so i can't even dig dude because it, yes no i can i'm like i'd rather be ignorant kind you, of i i i completely <laughs> understand that thought process because honestly i've always been so ignorant to things in that regard when i was watching this it was like about one guy who was sigmund freud's um nephew and he was like involved in so many crazy things of like shaping society and like consumerism and and changing how we do things in democracy and you, nobody knows his name and I'm like I've never heard this guy's name before this is crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all. I like to be aware, but I <laughs> I I can obsess. Yeah, you know. No, totally. I watched it and I've tried not to obsess over it myself. I I have you been watching House of Dragon? House of the Dragon? I honestly, I'm not gonna lie. The last episode wasn't my fave, um, but it's it's incredible. Yeah, I want. I'm trying to get myself on House of Dragon season two. <laughs> I'm just pitching all my stuff right now. <laughs> in my, well, in my no, notes I, here, no, I, in my notes incredible. here, I said the same thing. So I said I already miss Rhaenyra though. I love young Rhaenyra. I love young Allison. I think they did an incredible job casting them though. You know. In my notes here, um, there's so many time jumps. There's just so many time jumps. Yeah, well, in my in my notes here, I have we got to get you in the MCU next or House of the Dragon. So I I completely agree with you on getting you into season two. See, I actually felt the opposite. I look like way. a Targaryen. I could be a Targaryen. A hundred percent. You could fully fit in there. Absolutely. <laughs> and I see. I had the opposite feeling with the show. Like I didn't really like the first few episodes. I was kind of like. This is slow, like not a lot's happened. I like Rhaenyra. How do you say her name? You had, you said it better than I would. Rhaenyra. Yeah, Rhaenyra. 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 Rhaenyra, whatever her name is. I, I liked her. She was good. Matt Smith, great. He's like great in everything he does. Um, but I actually liked this new time jump where they went super far in the future. I can't believe the king is still alive. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, you have no hair. You have no hands. Jeez, bro. When, when they skipped 10 years and He's they were still calling her princess. I was like, when they started calling her princess after a 10 year time jump, I was like, oh, that sucks. She's probably pissed that he's still alive. I know. And it's like, I'm so sorry for the spoilers, but it's like, it's clearly none of those kids are from the husband. <laughs> What's his name? 
I, I, What's his name? I forget his name. I literally, when it comes to Game of Thrones, I'm terrible with All every character. All the names are so artsy fartsy. That's why I can never remember them. They're like literally always impossible to remember. I like Joffrey. I can remember Joffrey because it was like kind of like Jeffrey. I like their little arrangement they have going on though. Yeah, And yeah, too. I love that one of their son's name is Joffrey. And I'm like, wow, that's like the introduction to Joffrey and just like this family lineage between, you know, um, all like the family is just crazy. Have you seen a, have you seen that people say that the king looks like Bret Hart? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this new time jump, but before, <laughs> before the time jump. <laughs> I like how I lost Liv from the camera on that. <laughs> I saw someone point it out on Twitter, and I, I, I can't unsee it since. I will never see that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's all I can think that of every time he's so on screen now. Much. Oh my gosh. I think I think when I think Brett is more handsome though, like way more handsome. And especially he is. when he gets to the king's age, you know, he's still in great shape. Also um, but the king is he's 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 looking rough. Also, he's missing an arm now, no, right? I, when I saw his hand on, I was I, like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, we came across that at the same time. Yeah, yeah was... like, it started with a little finger infection, and then I noticed his finger was gone, and now his whole hand's gone. It's like, wow, it's literally just eating at him, and no one knows what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, de definitely not. I also like with a... Wait, how much time do I have? I'll skip topics. We've been talking about the MCU for a long time. One thing I was wondering... <laughs> I got I got sucked into all these TV shows that I watch. I'll go back to WWE a little There's bit. There's so semi, many good things out right now. Semi-WWE related. Do you have group any group chats you're in with other WWE stars? Yeah. What's, um, what's what? Well, I was say, who, who's in the most active one that you're in? Who's What's the group chat? The most active one right now, um, I think it's um, maybe the SmackDown Women's group chat is probably the most active right now i mean i have a lot of different group chats i have like the raw locker room group chat when i was on raw and then the smackdown group chat and then um <laughs> i don't want to say the other ones <laughs> there's some funny random group chats but i think the smackdown the smackdown group chat is definitely by far the most busy i mean we have birthdays every week and we have such a great locker room and we always coordinate um whomever's birthday it is we make sure there's cake and decorations and little gifts um you know we're just we're just on the road way more than we're home and we're together way more than with our families so just those little gestures and just letting whomever know that you're you know thinking about them and celebrating them on their day even though we're at work it goes such a long way and so that's something that we do for everyone's birthday so i mean we have so many girls and someone's birthday like every single week it was just sonia's birthday and so we made sure we celebrated her if you moved to smackdown or you you don't get you don't get taken out of the raw group chat um no i'm sure they made a new one because that's something we used to do on raw as well you know we would celebrate birthdays so it's like there's so many group chats because you have to take away you have to take out the birthday girl you know start a whole new group chat with all the other girls and then that just trickles down to every single birthday and so that raw group chat hasn't gone off I want to know your favorite. I, I, I want to know your favorite of the group chats, though. At the weird one, I know you you've got some weird side ones. It sounds like. What's the number one? What's your favorite one? My favorite weird side group chat. Uh, 
I mean, none of them were weird. None of them were weird. There's just so many. There's just like any scenario, like any kind of car ride. Like if I had to ride with this person this week, you know, group chat or like um, segment group chat or like. That's a lot I don't of group know. chat. There's That's a lot of group. Well, do you have one say. that has like a funny name? Not for work. No, not for work. <laughs> not for work. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, mine's uh my former. None of our group chats are named. Actually, we should name them. Yeah, it's so much fun to name them. Well, I mean, most I, I, I tend to name them like the one I have with uh, my friend Jamie Ivy and like my former wrestling sheet radio people. We got the backseat boys. Yeah, Jamie, we, we're the, the backseat boys. It's killing me. It's like literally been killing me. <laughs> I hate when that happens. It's so <laughs> frustrating. Oh, wait, what time are we at here? Oh, I think we're getting closer. I'm going to ask you. I, I got I got uh, I got sidetracked here with group chat talk. But one more thing, one non wrestling related thing. We're almost at Halloween here. We're getting we're getting into Halloween season. Uh, what's your opinion on candy corn? I don't like it. I don't like it. I like the chocolate ones, but I only bite the chocolate off. And I've been that way my whole entire life. Um, they don't really do anything for me. Like, what is that? What is that flavor like? It's so a gross. Slight butter taste, like a slight butterscotch taste. Like, what is that? It's, it's like two like... percent butterscotch. The rest, like, wax. <laughs> like, if you wanted that taste, you could use, you could just eat one of those Werther's candies, and you'd, it'd be so much better. Yeah, you know, I mean, I get it. I mean, the texture's kind of cool, you know, when you bite into it. The texture's good, but it's just like, yeah, they don't do it for me. I like the chocolate bits off the chocolate candy corns. There's so much better <laughs> when candy. When I was younger, I would literally bite off chocolate ones, little pieces, and throw them back in the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> Are you uh are you working on a Halloween? Are you do you plan Halloween costumes in advance? I have the last couple of years, but um I'm gonna be in Germany for Halloween this year, I believe. Oh, for WWE. And so, yeah, with WWE on actual Halloween, and so I don't really know what that entails. You know, I don't know if we're we can dress up or if we should dress up. I was like, man, I could be like a little German girl. <laughs> I feel like you should dress up. I, I, I. Well, you, you've had some ho like, like horror themed gear before, right? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had the themed gears quite a bit. Um, I was Tiffany from Chucky for Halloween last year, and the year before that, I was Harley Quinn. So I've had fun, you know, kind of um playing dress up on Halloween. So I'm a little bit late, honestly, this year. Usually, I'm like, I know what I am by now, and I have my costume, and I'm all prepped. But I have, I have nothing. So honestly, this year might be the year where I flub. That's what happens when you're the <laughs> champ. You, you now you're the champ. I you hate got... that for me. But yeah, you know, I've, I've had, I've had way bigger, better responsibilities than figuring out that Halloween costume. It's because my gosh, myself is so much better than any Halloween costume. It's like I don't even want to dress up. That's that's the answer. Can I just right be there. myself for Halloween? Just be just be the champion for Halloween. Yeah, just wear my gear. <laughs> 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 all right well we've reached uh the end of this show here but i like to end the show every episode with a segment that i call the finishing move there we go there's the graphic uh i've asked yeah. you these questions before so i gotta switch it up a little bit uh so i'll say this what's your least favorite move to be on the receiving end of I don't have one. I don't have one. But you know what? Raquel's looks devastating. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it definitely. And I looks... haven't had the the privilege and honor of taking that yet. But um, her her finish looks looks pretty devastating. But there hasn't been one that I've taken that I've been like I never want to do this again. Not even like a splash from someone or like. No, Ryan. When I tell you, like I'm down with the sickness. This is like what I love. I love the physicality. Like make me feel something like that's what i love about this and i will never back down from anything i love how casually you just use down with the sickness like that like that's <laughs> that <was> so... <laughs> i don't know how else to put it i don't know how else to put it it's like if there's a spot if there's a bump it's like i'll do it uh and lastly what's the most memorable time that you've taken someone else's finishing move Ooh. Usually I ask what the most memorable time that you've done your own move is, but I asked you that already. So now, yeah, we, we turn I it around. Think, I think the most memorable finishing, finishing move I've ever taken, and it wasn't even the finisher. It was Lita. She gave me a moonsault. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty crazy. I just remember, like, laying there and, like, seeing her and just being like, holy shit. <laughs> Well, Liv, thank you so much for giving me this time. I know you're you're a busy lady. You're traveling. You've got a lot of stuff going on, but I really appreciate you giving me this time. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Of course. Thank you. Have me back. I feel like we have so many things we could talk about all day, any day. So whenever you need me, I'm here. Deal. I'm going to take you up on that offer. <laughs> Later. Cool. Thank you. All right, that was my conversation with Liv Morgan. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did. I always enjoy talking to Liv Morgan. She's such a, like a ball of positive energy. It's infectious and it's fun to be around. So I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, you guys know I like talking about television entertainment. So I hope you enjoyed the MCU, House of Dragons and such. Uh, just like I hope you enjoyed the Bachelorette conversation with Caleb Braxton the week before. Before I get out of here, got a little bit of housekeeping to do. First, make sure that you subscribe to the WWE on Fox YouTube channel. That's where you can find clips from Raw and SmackDown every week. It's where you can find this show on video every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific time when it premieres. Also, there's stuff in the community tab. There's a bunch more, so make sure that you're subscribed. And if you really want to be in the know, hit that little bell and you'll get notified when our videos go live. Also, make sure that you subscribe to the Out of Character podcast feed. It's where you can find the Raw and SmackDown Roundup podcast that I do in the audio version of this show every week. So if you can't watch it on YouTube, if you can't watch it on your computer, your phone, your TV, wherever, when you're on the go, you can listen via podcast to all the interviews that I do and also the Raw and SmackDown roundups. Also, lastly, make sure you follow WWE on Fox on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We're all across social media, so make sure you follow WWE on Fox. All right, that's it. I'm done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, I'm Ryan Satin, and this is Out of Character.